is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I want to welcome you guys to drboycetv.com. This is the home for intelligent black people. So if you're not black and intelligent, you may want to leave. This is not the place for you. Um, We're going to have hard conversations about important issues that happen in our community, and uh, we always pursue the black agenda no matter who gets elected into office. Uh, I don't know if Trump or Biden is going to be the guy. Um, I think it's going to be Biden, but I keep getting emails that it may not be Biden. So we're we're still at a point where we don't know exactly what's going on. But let me uh, jump in and uh, first of all, uh, say hello. Hit the thumbs up button. Put your hashtag B1 in the chat if you're black first. Uh, One thing that we agree on in this platform is that you must be black first, because if you're not black first, then uh, nothing that Uh, Nothing that I say will make sense to you because you're putting other people first. And I'm tired of black people saving America. Um, I saw somebody to put up a post where they literally had a picture of a black man carrying a white man. And they bragged about the fact that black people saved the democracy. Right. And I that that shit. No, that's that's not me. I ain't trying to save none of y'all. We done gave our 250 years of of free labor to save y'all. We done gave y'all 15 trillion dollars in economic wealth. To, to save y'all. I ain't trying to save white people. No disrespect. Now, y- y- y'all can save yourselves. But seriously, when I saw this image, I swear to God, it was an image of a black man carrying a white man. And somebody said, look at this. We we saved democracy. I said, oh my God, Lord have mercy. Jesus. I, I was, you ever feel like you were born on the wrong planet? Like you ever wonder if you got, if your real parents live on Mars or something and it, that, that the coonery is just so prolific it's like it's spread it's like the coronavirus like or, or, or it's like everywhere like you just can't take it you, you feel like your head's gonna explode like that's how i felt when i saw that post i said how can you be proud of this this imagery of a black man carrying around a white guy on his back and saying look at us we saved democracy again and democracy ain't never saved you you saving white folks and they ain't trying to save you for nothing like that i'm gonna try to have this conversation without being mean because y'all know how we can get. I, I don't want to be mean. I want to lay out a perspective that I hope that you will hear. And I hope that if I say something you disagree with, we can still talk and still be loved because we're, we're all black. At the end of the day, we're all black in this bitch and we all have to save our community. No matter who's in office, nobody's going to do it with us. So if you want to know where I stand on Biden's presidency or, or Trump's presidency is that the black agenda is bipartisan. The black agenda must be consistent. Malcolm X made a very good point. Malcolm X made a wonderful point. He said this 60 years ago. He said, black people have the last great voting block in America. He said, you are the you can decide if a Democrat or a Republican is going to be in office. Black people make that decision based on which direction we go. And he said, it's absolutely ridiculous for you to think that it makes sense on any level for you to commit before you've asked for anything. Like you are the decider. You have wealth and power. The reason that you're broke, the reason you have nothing, the reason that you're powerless is because every time you get power, you give it away. The word poor stands for passing over opportunities repeatedly, passing over opportunities repeatedly. So the reason that you're poor is because you pass over opportunities repeatedly. So the fact that you are one of the last great voting blocks in America, and you don't negotiate for your vote, you matter, you matter at Ice Cube for fighting for black people than you are at Joe Biden for incarcerating hundreds of thousands of black people. The reason you keep losing, the reason that you're poor is because you're passing over opportunities repeatedly. You have a multi-trillion dollar card in your hand and you just rip it up and throw it away because Massa told you to do that. 
because you because I'm sorry, but some of our people just stuck on stupid. Seriously, I, I don't I don't want to be mean, and sometimes I have to calm myself down. I have to remember, I say, boys, calm down. You you spent 20 years brainwashing yourself out, out of buffoonery. You, you you're you're highly, you're a little more educated than most people, so you gotta be patient. So I'm trying to be patient, but I'll be damned if I can be patient enough to understand some of the the ignorance and the chaos that I see from some of our people. It, it doesn't make any sense. Let me keep going. Let me not get too carried away. Hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button if you haven't done it yet. Hit the thumbs up, share, and subscribe button. And by the way, if you want to get text notifications when we go live. You can text the word voice to 31996. Text voice to 31996. We're, we're, we're building black media here. That's extremely important. We must have a way to pursue our agenda no matter who is in office. Okay. Let me tell you about Pam Keith. Pam Keith is a, um, she's a politician. Uh, I think she's a failed politician. I'm not sure. She didn't, um, she ran for office and didn't win. And, um, you know, so. Um, you know what? Hey guys, I'm, I'm coming back. I, every time I try to share my screen, it absolutely, um, it, it kills my stream. So I apologize if I disappear, just count to 10 and I'll come right back. So Pam Keith put it, put something on Twitter that somebody brought to my attention and I I had to bring this up and I'm going to tell you why I bring this up. Um, she said 91% of black women voted for the architect. Sorry, scratch that. Oops, scratch that. Sorry, that's I'm reading a, a response to her comment. Um, 91% of black women voted for Biden because we love everyone. 20% of black men voted for Trump because they hate black women. Thank you to the 80% of brothers who stand with and for us. Right. So this statement where she's pointing out that 91% of all black women voted for Biden because we love everyone. 20% of black men voted for Trump because they hate black women. Uh, she said, thank you to the 80% of brothers who stand with and for us. Now, this is not in any way a comment to disparage those black women who supported Biden. I understand why I get that, right? Trump is a guy that is hard to defend. I'm not ever going to sit here and try to defend some of the antics that come out of Donald Trump. I completely respect that. And I love you for no matter who you voted for. I, I If you feel like that's the best for the black community, then I support that. But here's the issue. Here's where you got to be careful. She said 91% of black women voted for Biden because we love everyone. Well, you know, you got to be careful with that, right? Because there are women that love everyone. And, and, and some of the women who love everyone are called hookers. You know, the prostitutes love everyone, right? And so I'm not saying that all the black women are prostitutes who voted for Biden. I'm just saying that if you are giving your support without asking for anything in return, and you, you, because you, because you love everyone, because black people love everyone. Well, then at that point, you're kind of becoming Biden's hoe. And that's just not the women. I'm talking about the men too, because you got some male hoes out here. You got some male bitches out here. So when I use the term bitches and hoes, just know that I am not being gender specific. I am not discriminating based on gender. Every American, no matter how they were born, has the, an equal opportunity to be a bitch or a hoe. Right. And so some of us, if you talk about voting, right, if you talk about voting and you're asking for nothing in return, 
then you're basically saying, where do I sign up to be somebody's hoe? I need to, I, I don't, I don't want nothing. I, I will give you, I'm, it's like you go into the store and you say, they say, well, how, you said, they say, how much money you got? And I said, you, you say, I, I got a hundred dollars. Well, give me your hundred dollars. And you say, okay, well, here's your, here's a hundred dollars. Well, do you want anything for your hundred dollars? No, no, no. Just take my money. I just, it's a donation. Right. And then you walk out the door and you complain that you're poor. Like, oh, I'm broken. I'm struggling. I'm poor because of racism and white supremacy. No, no, you're poor because you're stupid. You're poor because you walk into the store. And when they ask you, do you want something in exchange for your money? You just pull out your wallet and say, how much more can I, I will make it rain up in this mug. Like here, I'm whatever, what, what, whatever you're going to give me. I, 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 in fact, in fact, don't give me nothing. Give, give it to him. Give it to the guy over here that didn't pay anything. Just here, take, I, I got, I got $200 in my bank account. Take the whole 200 and I'll go get my credit card out and borrow another 200 so I can give that to you too, right? That's how ridiculous it is when you make yourself into a political or an economic hoe. So uh, when you talk about this term loving everyone, I know a lot of black people love to take pride in the fact that we love everyone, right? We are the most forgiving people on the planet. We do love everyone. And we get that, we get that from our pastors. Our pastors teach us uh, even if somebody spits on you, you you love them anyway. If, it, if your pastor pee, if somebody pees on you, you love them anyway. If somebody comes in with in your church, like Dylan Roof with an AK-47, blows away half the congregation, you love him anyway. And not only do you love him, but you got to actually show up to. Remember, when Dylan Roof shot up those people in the church, people went out of their way to show up to the courtroom to scream across the room about how much they forgive him. Right. So so that's quite a fascinating concept. And, and it really just kind of speaks to the idea that you've got a lot of mental illness in our community. So this idea that we love everyone, you got to be real careful about that. I can love everyone, but, but some people I love from a distance. I, I, I can love everyone, but there's some people I love, but, but if I say, I forgive you, but I ain't forgot about the shit that you did. Right. So, so, you know, you can love somebody without giving them your all and giving them your everything to the point where it hurts. You ain't got to love them till it hurts. You can love them over there. Right. So 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 here's what she said. I'm going to read the quote again. I'm going to tell you what else I'm reading in this. Ninety one percent of black women voted for Biden because we love everyone. That's what she said. Pam Keith, uh, she ran for Congress in Florida. She did not win. Uh, maybe she's mad because she lost. I have no idea. She says 20 percent of black men voted for Trump because they hate black women. Boom. Next. That's the next comment. Let's unpackage that really quickly. So you're interpreting the, the black man's love for black women by whether or not they vote for Joe Biden. So this is not love for black women. This is love for Joe Biden. So you're basically connecting at the hip with, with, with Biden, a guy that many black men feel extremely offended by, right? More, there are black men that are more offended by Biden than you are by Trump, right? So if you ever want, if you have a hard time understanding why some brothers and a lot of women as well can't stand Joe Biden, think about how you feel when you think about Donald Trump. Right. Think about how you feel when you think about the things he's done, the things he, that you think he thinks about you. Think about how you feel, how offended you are by Trump and then multiply that by 10. And that's how a lot of brothers and a lot of sisters feel about Joe Biden, because remember, Trump ain't never incarcerated hundreds of thousands of black people. But Biden did do that. Biden did push that crime bill through. And a lot of brothers and sisters have loved ones. I'm talking about like my little brother, my my. Uh, let me just tell you. Um, I have a biological brother. Uh, I, I don't know him very well, but he went to prison. My biological father went to prison. I had a mentor who was my uncle. He went to prison. And all of them were traumatized by prison. Prison is a terrible place in case nobody told you, in case you lived in a fluffy world. Now, this lady, Pam, she lived overseas. So maybe she, she never saw that. 
She never had to watch her daddy get hauled away in handcuffs, beaten to death by the fucking police and raped in prison or after he got some kangaroo court trial where nobody defended him. Maybe she never dealt with it. Maybe she never had to go talk to her daddy through, you know, through a through a glass right on a tel telephone and then be dragged away right when the conversation starts to get interesting. You can't even talk to your daddy because somebody's taking him away from you. Maybe she's never gone through that. Maybe she can't empathize with the trauma, right? I don't know. She's an AKA. I, my sister's an AKA. I, I know some AKAs. I love y'all. Don't, don't No disrespect. But, you know, some of the AKAs may come from privileged backgrounds. And I read Pam's bio because I wanted to understand what kind of person she is. And I, I, I don't know her and I, I'm not going to get all the information, but I did get some tidbits that might help explain her animosity toward the black male. Here's what I believe. Tell me if you if this makes any sense. I and this is me being an armchair psychologist. I'm not a real psychologist. I'm marrying one. I'm marrying a therapist, but I'm not a therapist. This is armchair quarterbacking at its finest. I don't stand by any of this, um, you know, any further than what I say right now. You ever be you ever see a guy who just has issues with women? Like all women are bitches and hoes. All women ain't shit. These hoes can't be trusted. Like I had a friend like that. I had a friend, and I asked him. I, you know, he he liked to date white women, and uh, and I wondered honestly. I really wondered if he also dated men too. But I I don't ask those questions. I don't judge. I don't care. He was my homeboy. We were cool, but he had a real issue with black women. So sometimes I'd ask him. I say, man, you know, you're doing well. You got some money. You know, a lot of these women are attracted to you. Why don't you date a black woman? And and every time I brought up black women, he would say. All black women, they they all they want is your money, and all they are, they just a bunch of gold diggers, and all they da da da. Right? He would always go into this rant about how terrible black women are, and whatever. And here's the thing, right? If you're looking for a black woman who's a gold digger, we we have them. They're everywhere, right? They're, they're you know, if you were looking for a black woman who's going to do you dirty, that we got some dirty ass women out here, right? But we also know that there's a balance. That that there are a lot of good women out here, right? But all he could see was the dirty stuff, right? And that now, why, where did that come from? That came from two things. One, he was he had been married to a black woman, and she was one of the dirty dogs. She did him real bad, and he he was pissed off about that for years. Number two, he really had an issue with his mother. He could not stand his mama. His mama pissed him off. You bring up his mama. Oh, let, let me tell you what she did. She's a blah 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 blah. Right, just saying stuff about his mama that I couldn't believe. Right. So I figured it out. I said, I get it now. You have an issue with black women because you're really mad at your mother and you haven't gotten over that. Right. And, and so, so you're going through life spreading all this chaos and negativity because you never actually did what you needed to do, which was sit down with a therapist and sort out through, sort through your issues. So I want you to flip it, flip the gender, flip the gender. 72% of black women, because of Joe Biden's crime bill and because of mass incarceration, 72% of black women grow up without their father in the house. Give me a yes or no. How many of you know or are a black woman who did not have a good relationship with your father? Did not know him. He was hooked on drugs. Jamel Hill. I peeped out Jamel Hill real fast. I said, when I saw Jamel Hill's animosity toward men, I said, I'd like to know more about her relationship with her father. I, somebody sent me a link to the bio. First thing I read was I had a hard time dealing with the fact that my father was hooked on heroin. Again, this is white supremacy. They dropped the drugs in your community and then locked everybody up over the drugs because they wanted to destabilize the black family because they want you to grow up crazy, traumatized and hating the black man as much as they do. Right. So Jamel Hill 
I peeped it out. I said, I I said, I will bet every nickel in my in my wallet that she did not have a good relationship with her dad growing up. And now Jamel Hill goes through life attacking black men. And she feels comfortable doing that because America attacks black men. And the white man says, oh, you think black men ain't shit? Well, I don't think black men are shit either. So we can get together. We're going to partner together. Maybe we'll get married or something. And you can go tell all your little girlfriends, like, like, hey, girl, you got to get you a white man, right? You, you know, y'all know women like that, right? Like, you need to, you need to date, get you a white Because there's guys like that. There's guys who, who, who think white girls are the, are the shit. They think white women are just so much better. That, like, my milk of magnesia, like, she's 400 pounds or one tooth. But you think she's the most beautiful thing in the world because you are a white supremacist. You believe that being with them is better than being with us because your experience with us has not been good. So when I looked at this lady's bio... And I got to go in a minute because I have a meeting. I'm actually late for my meeting. Actually, let me send them a quick note and tell them I should I should be nicer and let them know that I'm going to be a little bit late. Uh, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button if uh, you haven't done it yet. Um, if you haven't hit the thumbs up button, please do that. All right. So I just sent a note to let them know I'm going to be a little bit late. When you're the boss, you can just the meeting starts when you arrive. See, that's that's why I wanted to be the boss. Um, and uh, by the way, if you want to get text notifications when we go live, text the word voice to 31996. Text voice to 31996. So I, I looked up Pam Keith, this lady who made this comment. I'm gonna read it to you, read her comment, and we're gonna put it into context. She said 91% of black women voted for Biden because we love everyone. 20% of black men voted for Trump because they hate black women. Thank you to the 80% of brothers who stand with and for us. Now, so she's equating loving black women that if you don't support Biden, if you don't go through our G Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, a.k.a. Joe Biden, then you must not love us. Right. And, and, and you know, and you have some people that do that with the church. You know, when, when some of the churches, unfortunately, pimp a lot of black women, they'll tell them you cannot date a man if he doesn't go to church. Right. And then next thing you know, the pastor and the deacon are fucking all the women in the church. Right. This happens all the time. Like, don't pretend like you don't know that this happens. This, this happens all the time. You got pastors out here with babies, mamas and everything. Right. <laughs> so so it is what it is. It's a hustle. It's a game. Right? It's all a game. Um, and so so here's the deal. Um, you know, when I read her comment and this idea that if you don't support Joe Biden, you must hate black women, that is, that that puts black men in an impossible position. Because black men who are in who are conscious of what happened and women as well, not just men. I, I want to make sure that you understand I'm talking about men and women who are conscious of how horrible it was to live through the era of Joe Biden, Bill Clinton, mass incarceration, where they had three strikes laws where a guy could get 10 life sentences, you know, over something very tiny, over a tiny offense. You know, the type of stuff a college kid might do on a, on a Friday night. Uh, you got guys that got locked up in 1995 who are still in prison right now. Like this is real. Like this is these are real people. If you have a loved one who's incarcerated right now, if you could please say their name in the chat. Say their name in the chat so we can bring bring them to life. I need them to be real. I need them. I need people to know that these people exist because because you know these white liberals on TV they can talk all day about a little boy from El Salvador who got snatched from his parents at the border, but they ain't gonna say nothing about your cousin Tyrone who been locked up since Tupac was what made his first album. They ain't talking about him. You know, they ain't talking about, you know, your other cousin who's been away from her kids since, you know, 2002. They're not going to talk about that, but they'll talk about Lopaco from El Salvador who got snatched from his parents at the border 
when they were breaking into the country illegally anyway. It doesn't mean I don't have a heart for little Paco. doesn't mean I don't have a heart for that family. But those are not foundational black Americans. Those are not the people who built this country. Though They can go to their country and get more credit than I could. I can't go to El Salvador and say, I want you to treat me as if I was as if I'm an, an important part of this nation. I can't do that. El Salvadorians would tell me, no, you're not from here. You're not one of us. So our people get put first. So that's where the B1 philosophy comes from. You know, I mentioned the other day, people always talk about white nationalism, white nationalism, white national, these white nationalists, they offend me, they scare me, right? I mean, even though they, you know, they're, they're talking about Proud Boys and all that. Like I said, I haven't heard any stories about Proud Boys killing. Show me where the Proud Boys killed 3,000 black people last month, then I'll I'll, I'll be concerned. But last I heard, Proud Boys ain't, ain't, ain't hurt nobody. But fine, you don't like the white nationalists or whatever. Uh, I, I disagree with that. I don't have an issue with white nationalism because I'm a black nationalist. Malcolm X influenced me heavily. Malcolm X influenced me to be a black nationalist. And all being a black nationalist means to me is taking care of your own. Being a black nationalist means defending what is yours. Being a black nationalist means having the confidence to build in your own community. It means having strong families in your communities. It means having strong institutions in your communities. That's what... so. I'm not offended by white nationalism because I don't want nobody to tell me I don't have the right to pursue black nationalism. Why? Well, because I do not believe in integration. I do not have as much faith in the Democratic Party as some of you do. I do not have faith in white people coming to save anything. White people ain't save shit except white people. White people, in fact, white people can't even save white people. They can't even save white people. Do, do you understand that this country is headed to hell in the handbasket? Like, do you understand how bad off this country is economically? Do you understand how well organized other groups from other countries have been to come in and infiltrate the democracy in the United States and to destabilize this country in a way that we can probably never re recover from. Do you ever see how crazy these people get in the street not right now? Like, like this is all, this is all orchestrated. This is all planned. China is sitting back and laughing. Like they, 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 Russia sends agents. They, that's why they had the whole issue with the Russian bots getting on Twitter, just stirring shit up. They're like, oh, we, we're going to stir shit up with the black people. They, The black people are pissed because they've been shitting all over the black people. So we're going to go in here. I'm going to create a fake Twitter page and pretend like I'm black and say a bunch of really radical shit that's going to really piss everybody off and get them fighting each other again. Like, like this is orchestrated. So your country is headed to hell in the handbasket. So why, why would you think that white people can save black people when white people can't even save white people? They, they just can't. The national debt is at a level that is completely unsustainable. They cannot pay that debt back. I'm a financial expert. My PhD is in finance. I've looked at the numbers. And if you were, if you reduce that, if there were a human being that came to me with that income level and that level of debt, I would say, you, sir, are financially fucked. You are screwed. You are, I don't know how you're going to do this. You know, the, the, the United States government is the equivalent of a person making uh, maybe 30 or $40,000 a year who has two or three, two hundred and fifty, three hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt? So imagine somebody that makes forty thousand a year, who's a quarter million dollars in debt. Do you agree with me? Give me a yes or no. Yes or no. Do you agree with me when I tell you, with 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 all the professional credentials that I have and all of my expertise as a doctor of finance, that that person is financially fucked? Like yes or no? Do you understand what I'm saying? So America is in big trouble. I don't really know if America is ever going to get the political will to pass the, the type of, 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 of 15, 10, 15 trillion dollar reparations package that would be required to properly compensate African-Americans for what they've stolen from us. So I'm not saying that we don't deserve it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't fight for it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't put that on the top of the agenda. I'm just saying I don't know where they're going to get the money.
I, I really don't. But then again, you know, I, I, I hope that they do. It, you, you ain't going to get it by asking. You ain't going to get it by asking. Get, asking these politicians to do right by black people financially when they don't have the money is like a bill collector politely asking someone who is already in deep financial trouble to pay an old debt that they don't actually have to pay. In order to get that debt paid, you're going to have to put the hammer on their ass. In fact, I read something today. I'm going to talk about this a little bit later where, the, where bill collectors actually now have the legal right to follow you on social media and, and, and send you messages on Facebook. Did y'all know that? I don't know if y'all know that. I'm going I'm to break it down a little bit. Make sure you subscribe to the Black Financial Channel because that's where I'm going to break it down at. I'll give you guys the, the URL in the um, in the uh, in the it's on the screen in a second. But 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 the point of the matter is to say that in order to get a bill like that repaid, you absolutely positively have to um, put the pressure on. If you can't put the pressure on, then you're not going to get paid. So let me keep going. Let me just finish up this conversation about this this lady. Um, what was so unfortunate about uh, Pam Keith, and I'm gonna try not to be too mean because I because I do love black women. I don't want to I don't want to give the impression I'm beating up on somebody. Uh, but but some people need to be dealt with. Uh, this lady, Pam Keith, uh, who ran for uh, the 18th district in Florida, I think, and I think she just lost uh, her, her election bid, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, she made this comment. I'm going to read it to you guys. It just came in. And then I'm going to break give you the last point on this. She said 91 percent of black women voted for Biden because we love everyone. 20 percent of black men voted for Trump because they hate black women. Thank you to the 80 percent of brothers who stand with and for us. So somebody wrote back and they said 91% of black women voted for the architect behind the mass incarceration of black men. These same black women have trouble finding black men to marry and over 80% of black children are raised in single parent homes. Does this mean black women hate black men and black children? So somebody came back and just made a good counter remark to help her understand that Joe Biden's policies destabilized the black community. Mass incarceration is a big chunk of the reason why there's so many black women who are not married. It's, you know, and, and, and so so the solution that they want you to pursue is the integration solution that says it's OK. You can just marry a white man. Right. Let's go back to the plantation. Right. The plantation owner had plenty of money. Uh, he's glad to you know, he, he loved the sexy black woman the way the rest of us do. And he'd be happy to get you pregnant. He ain't going to claim your kids or nothing. But but he'll but he, he's going to treat you better than that old raggedy black man who ain't got a pot to piss in. So what does this say? This speaks on two dynamics. One, it says the black man, you're going to have to man up. You're going to man up. I can't wait till Ice Cube comes in here uh, next week uh, because after the election, I think I think he'll he'll, he'll want to come out and talk a little more. But I really wanted to come in because I want to talk to him because one of the things that I, I that we agree on is that the black man has to absolutely man up. You cannot be a king if you if you cannot build a castle. Uh, they're not going to let you in. They're boxing you out. They have no space for you if you are a heterosexual black male. Uh, if you are masculine, then they will call that toxic masculinity. If you are an alpha, they're going to consider you to be too aggressive. You have to invest in things like learning how to start your own business or working with other black men because you don't get the same job opportunities that a black woman will get or a gay black man will get. The only man, did y'all know this? The only man, last time I saw this stat a couple a year, about a year or two ago, the only person in corporate America who makes the same amount of money on average as a white male is a gay black man. Did y'all know that? That only that, That's the only group that makes the same amount of money as the white male. Right. It comes down to who people feel comfortable with when you're in that space and you're a heterosexual black male who's ambitious and intelligent. You become competition. If you go watch, go look out in the wild and how other male mammals deal with competition. Look at how a male lion deals with another strong male lion that comes in the middle of his harem. He's going to fight him to the death. He's going to eliminate him. So if he comes in like a little punk 
then he's not going to have the right to access to anything. Nature gives you what you fight for. Nature gives you what you deserve. If you don't earn it, then you won't have it. So the man, the black man must understand a different lesson than, than the black woman must understand. The black man is not the child. He is not a white man. He's not a black woman. He's not a white woman. You have unique lessons that you have to learn in order for you to pursue God's purpose in this world. So the so with, with, with the Pam Keats, you know, really sort of connecting love for Joe Biden with love for the black woman, obviously this has failed. I, I hope that I've at least made that point. You don't have to agree with me, but I hope that you've heard my point. Now, here's what's interesting. So the, the person in the comment made a really accurate remark where he said, he said, look, you know, black, um, you know, all these black women can't find husbands in the black community because of Joe Biden's mass incarceration policy. So I looked up Pam Keith's background. I, when, I, when I hear a politician say something, I always read their bio in detail because I'm like, OK, what was your relationship like with your father? Like Kamala Harris hates her dad. That that means a lot. Like her and her dad don't get along. Right. That that plays out in her policies and, and the obsession she had with making sure that certain black men went to prison. Like there was one brother who was falsely incarcerated. He went to prison for shit he didn't even do. Kamala personally, as the attorney general, personally came to his trial to make sure that this dude was convicted. Right. Like it was like like it was a personal thing. When it becomes personal, that's when you learn a lot about people. Right. So I read Pam Keith's bio. I didn't see much about her dad. I don't know. She was her, her family was military, so maybe her father was around. I, I don't know that part. But I did see this. 49 years old, no spouse, no children. So no husband, no children. Doesn't mean you're a failure. This is not, I'm not saying making that point at all. I'm not saying that a woman is only valid if she has a husband. I don't, I don't, that's some old-fashioned nonsense. I don't believe in that. But it says either A, she's and she's part of the alphabet boys, if you know what I mean. Like she's, you know, she's she's a veteran, you know, right? Maybe I don't know what she I don't know if she was a, a gunnery sergeant or whatever the fuck. But 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 she, you know, she's a veteran, right? I, I, Alicia, Alicia is all woman. Let me just say this. My my fiance is very, she's a girly girl, very, very feminine. She would not go into the military and put on a, a military uniform and be a soldier. Right. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that. And it doesn't automatically mean that you are um, are gay. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's interesting. It's another piece of information to add to the puzzle. Right. Of figuring out who Pam Keith is and why she would make a statement like that. That is almost uh, competitive with men. That is attacking of men. That is very hostile toward men. Right. So she also at 49 years old, doesn't have a husband, doesn't have kids. So that means either she is part of that community which is fine. It's, 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 it's what it is, but it creates a different mindset, right? Or she's bitter. You know, she's pissed off. You know, she's, I'm 49. I'm pretty. She's a pretty lady. My, I saw her. I said, wow, that's a pretty lady. Uh, but she has no husband. She has no kids. So I, I it makes me wonder, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm being, maybe I'm stretching, but I'm sure some of you, give me a yes or no in the chat. If you've ever seen a bitter person, period, a bitter woman or a bitter man, Right. Bitter people say bitter shit and shit. I, I can't even talk. Some there's some stuff I'm bitter about. I'm bitter about Joe Biden and mass incarceration. That's why I've been so obsessed. Do you understand how many friends I've lost over this nonsense? Do you understand? I, you know, just even as a businessman or whatever, it's people won't do business with you because they, they're mad at you. Right. Like, like, like but I don't care. I, don't, I, I just really don't care because I'm bitter. So when I call Pam Keith bitter, I'm not talking about her in a self-righteous way. I'm saying she's bitter about black men. I'm bitter about Joe Biden. So uh, in order for us to come together, we have to find a way to bridge that gap, huh? 
Because if you tell me to go support a guy who incarcerated hundreds of thousands of black people, I'm not doing that. I'm not voting for my own genocide. I cannot do that until he corrects that. And, you know, when people say, well, he's changed. Okay, I believe it's possible he's changed. But when people change, they got to show you that they've changed. So you you sat up under Obama for eight years. What did you, what changed during that time? What did you do to show that you've changed? You, you can't just tell me you've changed. You have to rectify the damage that you did. And I know that when I work with Russell Simmons on that mass incarceration initiative where we got all the celebrities to sign that letter back in 2013 and it scared the shit out of the White House because we had we had so many celebrities on board. I know that the Obama administration did not like that one bit. They were not happy at all. They gave us tons of pushback. And that showed me just how hard it is to really get things done. <laughs> and that also tells me why y'all ain't ready. Black folks ain't ready to play this political game. This game is a game where right now, 80% of you are just meant to be pawns. They're going to pass you around like little hoes. You have no equity in this whole process because you don't even understand how the game is played. But those of you who know how to play chess, who know how to rise up to a different vibration and, and see the forest and not just the trees, you're the ones who actually represent the future. You're the ones I'm actually talking to. Those who see the how the whole game is played, how the chess pieces are moving across the board, you're the biggest threat to white supremacy in America because you're the ones that will see the bullshit, break down the bullshit, and understand the bullshit. So if you want to know what my job is as a professor and as one as your teachers, for those of you who give me the privilege to do that, is I'm the bullshit breaker downer. I'm the one who is here to, to break it down for you so that you can absorb it, process it, and maybe you'll see things a little bit differently. I'm not here to talk to the coons. I can't, I don't speak coon. I don't know that language. I cannot, I, you got the coronavirus. I'm not your doctor. I can't cure you of your white supremacy. I wish you the best, but I am the person that can talk to the people that kind of get it and say, here's, here are the pieces that you might be missing. You, you know, I know you know something's wrong, but you need somebody to fill in the blanks. Let me fill in the blanks for you and tell you what I'm seeing so we can compare notes so we can actually coordinate a strategy and find a way to win. All right. So um, I got to go. I'm 20 minutes late for my meeting, but I really wanted to talk to you. And um, and uh, and I love you and I hope you have a great day. And uh, do me a favor. Feel free if you want to follow me. Uh, I actually have an audio podcast on Spotify. So if you actually want if you want to listen to me in, in the car or with your headphones on, you can actually go to the drvoicebreakdown.com, T-H-E. That's the drvoicebreakdown.com. You can also text the word voice to 31996 to get text notifications when I go live. So it's right there on the, on the ticker, 31996, text voice uh, to 31996. And last but not least, please hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. Where, whatever platform you're on, please subscribe uh, because we're building black media and we're reaching a million people a week. And you guys know you ain't going to hear this message nowhere else. Um, and that's the goal. The goal is to say what's what's the truthful message and how are we going to get this to as many people as possible? And it's working so far. We're changing the world. Okay, guys. So have a good day. I'll see you soon. Love you. Talk to you later. Peace.